Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's September 13th, 2009. And another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by Aria, Rebecca, and Ali, the Retrospectors. Yo, Taylor, I'm really happy for you. I'ma let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. One of the best videos of all time. Kanye West's intervention there reenacted by me with stunning accuracy, I'm sure you'll agree. As heard on stage at Radio City Music Hall on this day in 2009, shortly after which he was ejected from the venue, uh, which was holding the MTV Video Music Awards, about which no one can remember anything apart from this incident. Yeah, and you know who agreed with Kanye's assessment? The VMAs, because they went on to give <laughs> Beyonce the Video of the Year Award, the most prestigious award at the whole ceremony. The category that Kanye had interrupted was the best female video, which kind of seems a, a bit superfluous when you've got a mm. best video category, but I guess it's the video award, so you've got to keep sort yeah. of, you know, padding them out to get a full ceremony out of it. And so... <laughs> Taylor Swift was 19 at the time and she had been nominated for the video to You Belong With Me and Beyonce was up for single ladies. Have you seen the video to You Belong With Me? Yeah. It's that thing of like Avril Lavigne's <laughs> girlfriend era. You yeah. know, the thing of when there were lots of songs that were like, I wear t-shirts, she's a slut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just it's a, just a cliche upon cliche. And although I, it's obviously a big hit in the States, I've never heard this song. I didn't get any airplay over here. So it's kind of absurd that it would be up against single ladies for anything. Yeah, the video, it's basically kind of the card scene from Love Actually meets a sort of Hollywood teen movie where the geek girl gets the jock guy. The thing with Single Ladies is it's a great music video, but it's a great video because it's showcasing Beyonce's incredible dancing. Yes. Nothing actually happens mm. in the video, though. It's just a video of amazing dancing. That's genius, though, isn't it? Like, it's, it's instantly iconic. Mm. Like, you could watch two seconds of it. You know yeah. exactly what song it was. You're bearing in mind this is 12 years ago. If you know already that you're giving Beyonce the video of the year category i can see the justification for thinking well she doesn't also need to win best female video we should give that to someone who has a video that you know tells a story don't worry tells i'm getting so defensive <laughs> and the, the reaction was extremely protective of taylor swift as well i think it's weird to think of now because she's seen to a certain demographic of women as a symbol of female empowerment but at the time she was this 19 year old country singer she just released a second album and she wasn't a household name she was treated mm. as a real helpless victim the the point of why it became such a, a sort of infamous moment was not whether kenya was right or not you know with the, like it was the fact that he was there being this blustering drunk um, you can say drunk really yeah, quite that's drunk not the guy. tired yeah. and emotional Kanye there are, there are no, photographs he, he, of him downing a bottle of Hennessy on the red carpet on the way into the venue yeah. you can actually literally see the liquid coming out of the bottle as he walks down the red carpet <laughs> yeah. in each subsequent pap shot so we know that he was really <laughs> drunk at this point in addition to all the other mental health problems that we associate with Kanye West these days 
perhaps weren't appreciated at the time. It was the misogyny as well. That any man dare speak out on who should be best female. Right, that he should just get up and give his view to the world on exactly what he thought and that was therefore right. Which must have been a bit complex, actually, for African-American women watching because you have the one thing of, like, I don't like the man saying who should be best female. At the same time, it's very clear that part of the reason he was saying, you know, the subtext to what he was saying is, single ladies hasn't won, guys because this is all a white jury, isn't it? Well, one black woman who was visibly torn was Beyonce. It's now a very familiar gif of her mouthing, oh, Kanye, as she sees what's unfolding in front of her. And apparently backstage, you know, she was in floods of tears. Taylor Swift was in floods of tears. And apparently she was, you know, prevailed upon to stay for the rest of the ceremony. And at the same time, producers kind of gently suggested to Beyonce that maybe a nice way of smoothing things over would be if for instance you were to win an award wink if you invited Taylor Swift to come up on stage with you which is then what Uh happened and Kanye did apologize afterwards and he apologized several times since but there's leaked audio from 2013 of Kanye he's in a restaurant talking about the incident and he says because there ain't going to be no more mother Elvises with no James Browns. I think you can see that, you know, this idea Mm. of white people encroaching into black spaces and taking credit. Although, obviously, in this instance, it's a bit complicated because, you know, Taylor's coming from a country background. There's not lots of African American competition in that category, is there? Yeah, so it's not as clear cut as some instances have been. You know, there have been some really cringy examples of white rappers being given awards over more talented black rappers, that kind of thing. But I think in this instance, it wasn't as clear cut. But you can see from Kanye's perspective, what he saw was a black woman being frozen out of getting the recognition she deserves, even though if he'd only held on you know, a little bit longer, he would have yeah. seen her getting the recognition she deserved without yeah. this massive incident casting a massive shadow over it. He did meet with immediate broad condemnation. The then President Obama called him a jackass. And he apologised. The next day he came out with a sort of, it's actually a slightly tepid apology. He didn't really take anything back because I think he continues to think that he was right about it. It's the case of the McEnroe's, isn't it? Right. And like that, he probably kind of was right. Like I say. He was right. Single ladies is better. Although, if YouTube is any arbiter on this, at the time of recording, single ladies put a ring on it. uh, We will all agree, rightfully video of the year, 2009, Mm -hmm. (laughs) now has 828 million views on YouTube. I'm not saying that's insignificant. However, (laughs) You Belong With Me by Taylor Swift, which I had never heard before. 1.2 billion views. Oh my God, that's astonishing. So the public have spoken. They prefer Swift. Yeah. And I think that there's some truth to this. The idea that, yes, Kanye was in the wrong in that he was rude. He was a a celebrity who acted in a rude and entitled way and spoiled (laughs) somebody else's moment for the first time in human history. Can you imagine? But there was this sense that the way that it was played up as though Taylor Swift had been, you know, like, savagely beaten on stage, played a little bit too much into the aggressive black man, helpless Mm. white woman trope, when fundamentally nothing really happened beyond it being an awkward awards moment. It didn't impact Taylor Swift's career in any way. In fact, well, maybe we'll move on to this now. Some might say he made that Mm. bitch famous. Yes, (laughs) so you are quoting his song Famous, I believe is what Mm -hmm. it's called, right? Mm -hmm. That's what it's called. Uh, Which he says... Well, in the version that he first recorded, he says, I feel like Taylor Swift still owe me sex. I made that bitch famous, which was then softened to, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. (laughs) Why? (laughs) I made that bitch famous. But in any case, again, a little bit misogynist, I think it's Mm. fair to say, from from a detached reading. But again, he has uh, his finger on some pulse of truth there. 
most people, certainly internationally, had not heard of Taylor Swift until this moment. I thought you were going to say that he and Taylor Swift might still have sex. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really not skilled to judge. And this ended up reviving that feud in a way that was actually more venomous and heated than the original. Because it kind of died down. Taylor Swift was a little bit Mm. sanctimonious in the immediate aftermath and sort of extended Mm. her forgiveness and it all went a bit quiet. Then this song Famous came out and there became this debate over whether or not Taylor Swift knew what the lyrics were going to be. Kanye said he had cleared it with her and she thought it was funny. And she said, well, he didn't quote the full lyric to me and I wouldn't have enjoyed that. I would have said no. And then Kim Kardashian on Snapchat leaked audio that supposedly showed Taylor Swift saying, yeah, great, go ahead, whatever. And it turned out, so this then, sorry, God, it's complicated, isn't it? It's okay, Rebecca. I'm going to let you finish. (laughs) (laughs) And so this ended up causing like this massive anti-Taylor Swift backlash. Reverend said, look, she's been like this phony fake victim all along. She's been sort of denigrating Kanye West for years, blah, blah, blah. And then the full audio showed that he did not describe the full lyric to her. He described the, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex, and she seemed to oh, be fine course, with that. Oh, this is like working as an actuary for Aviva or something, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> What's the policy fully explained? We have the recording. But crucially, he didn't, Seriously. crucially he didn't use the line, I made that bitch famous. But it's turned out to be a crucial turning point in lots of kind of pop culture shifts, because you've got mm. Taylor Swift, the whole feud between her Kim and Kanye over these lyrics has fueled some of her recent work. Some of the most, you know, spicy numbers on the Reputation album, especially Look What You Made Me Do, they directly address that incident and particularly the mental health toll that it took having all these people turn on her initially Mm. when Kim Kardashian released the edited audio. It's also a turning point. It's Kanye West's transformation into supervillain which has continued Mm. apace with his support of Donald Trump, etc. But I think probably (laughs) the most influential impact was on the development of Twitter, which was only three years old Mm. at that point and became the go-to place to discuss this gigantic event that's happening in live time. Yeah, and this was possibly the first time, really, that there was absolute rock-solid proof of Twitter driving audiences to TV. That's the thing, isn't it? For a long time, TV executives were worried that social media was stealing their audience, but actually... If you Mm. were looking at Twitter whilst the MTV VMAs were on, it would make you think something interesting is happening on MTV. I better check this out. You're forgetting, of course, Rebecca, its impact on the gift of jam that Taylor Swift gave to Ed Sheeran uh, a few years later, which bore the following inscription. Yo, Ed, I'm really happy for you and I'm going to let you finish. But this is the best jam of all time. XT. Still, when you hear that, it does make you seriously roll your eyes. Also, Beyonce did one of the best jam labels of all time. Of all time. (laughs) Tomorrow. Did you know that the setting of new lyrics to a familiar tune is called a contrafactum? Love the show? Support the show. Patreon.com slash retrospectors. Part of the ACAST Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.